Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have an angel here with me today. I have Mandolin Reese. She is known as the Street Angel, and welcome to High Road to Humanity, Mandolin. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> We're I'm so glad she's here. You know, I met her in Sedona. She uh, is a really interesting lady. Mandolin Reese is known as a street angel. She's a spiritual healer. She's a public figure. She's a missionary. She is a holistic coach, and she's been traveling the world promoting positive, universal humanitarian messages since 2012, and we're going to hear her story today. So this is one of those shows that you're going to want to share with your friends. Now, before I get into it with her, we're going to have a really fun show today. I just want to, I have some exciting news. This is very exciting, you guys, and I'm glad you're here. Um, now, can I call you Mandy? Yes. Is that cool? All right. So we're going to call her Mandy. And um, so I've wanted to expand High Road to Humanity. You know, you guys have been doing this for a while. And so I'm now going to be on, I've taken uh, my own um, channel, High Road to Humanity, on Healing Within TV. And so you guys are going to be able to find me now on Apple TV and on Roku. So this is all happening. Um, you'll, this is recorded, but we'll put it out tomorrow. And so you should be able to find me. And I'm just really excited. I want to thank everybody for supporting me for all these years and watching me grow and all the people who've come on my show and everybody who's, you know, been there. This has been uh a love, a love of mine to do High Road to Humanity, to bring forth good information, to bring forth, you know, my um just to bring forth God. People don't talk about God anymore. And this is so important. And so values and morals and all of those things that have been, you know, put by the wayside. So I don't want to get on my soapbox for too long, but the channel is Healing Within TV and it's High Road to Humanity. And that's where you're going to find me from now on. So there you have it. And I'm excited. So yeah, I know this is a big deal, Mandy. So I want to know, Mandy, just first of all, you started this. Tell me your story. Tell the audience your story. 2012, what happened? Well, I moved to Los Angeles from Texas, um, and I didn't move to Los Angeles for the usual reasons a lot of people move there for, fame and modeling and acting. And no, not me. Uh, I actually was dating a guy, and he got a job offer from an old company in, in L.A., and he had been laid off. So he's like, I need to move. I need this job. And we didn't want to stop dating. We'd only been dating a few months, but uh, it was kind of that leap of faith adventure moment where he's like, you want to go with me? And I was like, okay. So I basically followed a guy out to LA, which is apparently a very common story that people go out and follow their person to LA and then they break up in a dramatic fashion and then you're stuck there. And so <laughs> that's basically what happened. Um, but on my second day in setting foot in the city of angels, I got blasted with like a sledgehammer with a higher calling. And I tell everybody that because like people don't understand what that is unless they get one themselves. But it was like, I had a divine download that just went into me into my crown chakra and I was told that I had to go out on the streets and promote posters about kindness. So and what I, are your posters? Do you have one right there? Well, you got one behind you, but show one to the audience while you're telling this. I want to show is, you my, my newest ones. Okay. But they're backwards. No, it's not. Stop violence. Oh, no, it's not. Stop violence against women, the street angel. No. It is. Okay, uh -uh. good. No. And so that, these are my three newest ones I made. And this one's pick up trash. Please don't litter. don't litter. I make them colorful to draw the eye and get to people's inner child and not, you know, not be boring and stuff. This Do the right thing. I love it. I love it. So when I met this girl, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a woman after my own heart. Do kind things, the street angel. So wait a minute. So what did the boyfriend say? Be kind to uh, others. I love it. I love it. 
we're off, we're off again. We've been on and off, on and off, on and off, and we're off again. But uh, he sometimes he was you know very supportive, and sometimes he wasn't. So it 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 really back back and forth like our whole relationship was. Are you talking about the the boyfriend I moved to L.A.? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about my current one. Sorry. <laughs> no. I mean, current ex. I, I don't know. So, so you're in L.A. and you get this download and they tell you to do this. Did they tell you to put the wings on? No, that just kind of came as part of my processing of the, the sledgehammer. That boyfriend in L.A. thought I was crazy. He's like, oh, you're just going to do this like part time on the weekends, right? <laughs> anyway we only lasted that guy I, I tried to break up with him like the first week and then we only lasted like a month and mm. and I moved out and so anyway all I, ha- I had no family no boyfriend no job no network no nothing and I all I had was this calling and so I planned it I drew up some like my original posters were the big ones oh and I had giant wings that dragged on the ground they were so heavy like they would take up this whole camera lens. Um, so I went out on the street corner one day in LA by myself, shaking like a leaf. I was like questioning my sanity. I was like, am I crazy for doing this right now? Going out on a corner dressed like an angel, promoting kindness in a city I have no idea what I'm doing and what I'm where I'm at. And I I, I strategically chose a a intersection that had an outdoor Starbucks with people on it I felt like that was my one way of having people keep an eye on me right you know I was alone and uh so I that's how I got started and I just kind of floated about different places but the connections I made that day were like God's breadcrumbs and I just started tell me about those tell me about those connections um one guy he he just looked like an angel he was wearing all white and he had a little girl like he looked like a grandpa figure and he had a little girl he was walking with and he comes over to me and he hands me a card about some uh meditation center that he has oh and so I was like oh okay cool excellent stuff you know and then uh a couple stops I moved around to different places you know as that first week and then another person I met another old man very old. And he had, he introduced me to all these different people. It's like, he took me under his wing and he was just introducing me to people that became very important to my process of unfolding in LA, which became like a magic carpet ride that took me all through LA and Hollywood and surrounding cities and counties. And I mean, I got to go to festivals free of charge. Like I was, I got to go on a float in Ojai through the town Oh wow! Uh, for their J- July Fourth parade. Fantastic. Um, I mean, the things I got to go to and, and red carpets and meet celebrities, like just following the calling. And right. I, I love that you, you know, talked about God earlier. Um, I don't know if that was in the recorded part of this segment, but yes, it is because we talk about God on this show. I literally talk about, <laughs> I mean, faith. Like I was going on faith the whole time and relying on God and angels to keep me safe while I'm running around dressed like an angel, you know, drawing all kinds of crazy attention to myself. And that wasn't even like, I've always told everybody that it's not about me, Mandy, look at me, look at me. Like, no, it's always been for me about the posters. Like I'm just supposed to be the assigned walking human billboard that can go places that, you know, need people just need to be reminded of the positive and messages because there's not enough of that in society is that the download you got that you were supposed to do the the boards just that I needed to go out with posters about kindness yeah that was the first thing I oh and I had a witness a a girl that I've known since kindergarten was in the car rental car with me and I was in the passenger seat when I got the download on the second day in LA that I just blurted out I was like I feel like I'm supposed to go out on the streets, posters about kindness. And she looks at me like, what? Are you crazy? We're going to talk about this. <laughs> like, but it was really Dang. like, that's how it happened. 
And uh, so for someone who's known me since kindergarten can attest that, yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) Now, after this, okay, so here we are, 2012, you start doing this. At what point do you decide that you're going to take classes and become a shaman? I got pulled into the healing arts very early on in 2012. Uh, One of the first girls I met, and I don't even remember how I met her, to be honest with you. Divine intervention. It was probably divine intervention. (laughs) I do. I I vaguely remember now. I think I met her online and I asked her a question and she invited me to this, some kind of healing event. And I went with her and then that was really what got the ball rolling. Like I wanted to learn all things healing arts because I grew up in a very kind of a religious church household. And, you know, I wasn't really exposed to like the greater spiritual aspect beyond the church teachings so it was just really cool to get to learn about energy and chakras and meditation and you know I still believe in God and Jesus and angels and I pray all all the time every day to be honest with you Um, but it's definitely cool to just have a broader of exposure to different kinds of healing arts and stuff like that and whatever I felt worked on me is what I wanted to learn how to do to also be able to be a provider and service to others. Right. Well, you do energy healing and I do energy healing and you probably don't know that, but I do. And I saw that you do on your website. Her website is thestreetangel.com, just so y'all know. And what I learned is, and I, you probably realized that the energy is coming from God and that's how we heal. And that's right. where that, that's where that energy comes from. And it's really interesting that the whole disconnect has happened. You grew up what in the, were you Catholic or Protestant or what? Well, it was actually a non-denominational church, but it was Christian based principles. Okay. Okay. It didn't have a label like Lutheran or Methodist or Baptist. Right. But they didn't teach us about energy. No, but I do. Uh, I definitely believed, you know, Holy Spirit is what's, you know, people call it different things, Reiki, Holy Spirit. It's channeled energy that you're channeling with, with, it's all about setting intention. Mm -hmm. If you have the intention, I want to help heal this person, you know, God send the Holy Spirit energy through me and be the conduit. Right. And then the person has to be open and have faith and receive the healing. They have to believe that's a huge component because if people go into it doubtful, like, Oh, I can't heal, or I don't believe in this stuff. It might not work at all. That's true. But if somebody goes into it saying, I believe in God and I believe that this could help me. And I believe the Holy spirit might, you know, could dissolve these tumors and it's happened. Right. It really just, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's right. All right. We're getting ready to go to commercial break. You guys, I'm here today with the street angel. Her name is Mandolin Reese. She goes by Mandy. When we come back, I want to find out all the different places she's been. This is Nancy Earle. This is Hyro to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. 
just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with the street and angel. Mandy is here. Her name is Mandolin Reese. Mandy, what's your family? Oh, I didn't even think about this. What's your family think? Like, do you go home? Oh, well, San Antonio is my hometown. And are you, are you there now? I am here now. Okay. Uh, I, but I spent four and a half years in Los Angeles and a year out near Portland, Oregon. And then I moved back to Texas, luckily before the pandemic hit and screwed everything up. But um, at first my, my family was pretty worried about me, especially my mom and sister. Like they were, and some of my closest friends, like my best friends at the time were, terrified for me they're like what are you doing going out on the streets of LA like looking like an angel you're gonna get hurt and murdered and raped and like they were so worried about me mm-hmm. but I had God watching out for me on my side and I made it all all over those LA area all these creepy streets even I even went to several place like times to Skid Row where all the major amount of homeless population is and distributed donations multiple times that's wonderful. A pretty terrifying endeavor. I, I will admit it's a very, the energy of Skid Row is survival. And right. it's, the fear is like a permeational wall. You can just feel it in your aura. In your so the energy as you go in is what you're like saying. Panic feeling. And um, it, oh, it just, it's scary. But yeah. I, I just, you got to, everything that I've been doing has taken a lot of courage. And sometimes I'm weak too. And I, I've had moments where I'm scared and I'm shaking and I don't know if I can do it, but I do it. I don't know. I just hope that's an example for other people to take, like, just have courage. And, you you know, you got to battle back the fears constantly. It's just, it's all about making courage greater than the fears. That's why I wanted to have you on my show because I was so taken back by your courage to come out on the street with your wings and say, no bullying, stand up for others, be kind. I just, you know, I have to give you credit. It's hard for me to, people think it's easy for me to do the show. It's not, it's hard. It's, it's, it takes a lot to get it together, but what you do, I'm just so astounded by, and I know God is too. Now, where have, how many States have you been to? Uh, hold that thought. I wanted to say I, I completely respect what you said about the, your show and how much work it is. It does take a lot of energy and your time, and it's precious. And what you do, helping humanity with your intentions is beautiful. I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you. Um, so states, I don't have a count, but oh I my god, been, you know, to be honest with you, I've been flying to, through the airports with the wings on. And luckily, thank God, knock on wood, I've never had a problem walking through the airports with these wings on my posters and stuff. I put them through the x-ray machine. I put them in the overhead bin. I walked through the airport. So literally my wings posters have had an international sampling of people just seeing it at the airports. And so, I mean, I have lived in Texas, California and, uh, Technically, I lived in Vancouver, Washington, but I tell everyone Portland, Oregon, because no one really knows about Vancouver. It's a tiny town outside of Portland, Oregon. So, but I would travel all about throughout since 2012 and go. How have you financed this? How have you paid for this? I just want to know. Do you mind me asking? Is it okay that I ask? (laughs) My own self working, um, doing my healing work and coaching work. And I've had sometimes sponsors uh it's it's hard to say i haven't got a lot of that um and i didn't go around asking people for money which you know when i would actually try it's like i get bullied 
Um, in oh, the very seriously, talk, tell us some stories. Well, in the very beginning of my mission, uh, I was out there a lot, you know, and, and I used my camera and, and my laptop to get these messages out a lot on social media. And my, my, when I moved to LA, the movers beat up my laptop or it, the screen got pretty damaged and it had all these black spots. Mm-hmm. And then my camera started breaking and I, I put out an appeal on Facebook. I said, Hey, is anybody available to help, help me raise money? So I can, I need a new laptop and camera just to do my mission. And I was getting attacks, like people saying, you know, you shouldn't be asking for money or help or, and and that's their own wounding around money, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever, for whatever reason. But, you know, I ended up taking down, I felt bad. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to take down my appeal. But somebody heard it and a, a financial angel just came through and took me to Best Buy. And the guy bought me a laptop and a camera. It was a friend of my sister's who was watching my my angel project unfold. So there's always another angel out there to help you. Yeah, and so Isn't that, that great, huge surprise blessing. That was just like, wow, no one's ever just taken me to the store and bought me what I needed. But you know, God knew what it was for. My intention was, I'm really passionate about this mission and I need help and my devices are breaking and <laughs> help me. <laughs> I want to, I want to change subjects a little bit. I want to talk about your work in LA when you work with the Los Angeles city council and I, cause you've done some really amazing work and you guys, she's met all kinds of stars and celebrities and we'll talk about that too, but talk about your work with the city council of Los Angeles. Well, I, I ended up, you know, I made so many amazing connections just running around all these events in LA. And one of these connections uh, had a, I don't know how he had the connection, but he had a connection to the LA police chief in their main headquarters in the middle of downtown LA. And he had connections to city council where they, and this building is gigantic. I mean, we're talking a big government building and so I got invited to go speak before the council in this microphone where basically they have a time and a place where people can go and that you have to sign up and you only get one minute allowed time to talk to them. Okay. So talk about the most crunch speech I've ever had to make in my life, but it was the most powerful I ever have made because you say, what'd you say, Mandy? Well, and it was a room full of people. And it was all about uh, dealing with the homeless crisis there. LA has the probably worst homeless crisis of any anywhere in the country. It's bad. And my moment I get up there with these city council people and I gave them a whole I- I idea and, and I had prepared even like packets. And I was like, look, you know, you can get all the homeless people, they just are demanding housing. They right. give us housing, give us housing. We need housing. Right. Yes, we understand you need housing. But, and here's the but, it's not fair to just give people free housing so they can sit around, do drugs and sleep and not do anything. for. Is, is that fair to someone who's working three jobs, busting their butt in, in LA to pay their bills and keep up with it? So basically, this is the struggle that they're having is, you know, where's the money coming from? And what do we do with these people? Well, they need purpose, right? They need to be a part of the community. Maybe they've lost their way. They don't know. what Right. Right. Um, So basically I gave them ideas like these people could help to pick up all the litter that's on the the streets everywhere. I don't know if you've been to LA, but it's trashed out. There is just been a while, but yes, I have, but it's been a long time. And and I've, I've heard about the the huge homeless population in LA and the tent cities and how horrible it is. And I have to just say, and I don't mean to interrupt your train of thought here, but I just drove down to, I'm in Albuquerque and we went down to the zoo. And so there was tent, there were tents everywhere. I had no idea how many homeless people were in my own community until I got in the car and started to drive down to the zoo. And then of course I saw them all and it was way, it was overwhelming, overwhelming. It's, it's an extremely intricate problem because it's not just, you know, a lot of people will write it off and say, Oh, these people have drug and alcohol problems. 
it, it's so far beyond that. It's a cost of living issue as well as, yes. the, you know, if you think about the cost of housing, how much it goes up way faster than people's incomes get raises mm-hmm. and people end up having to work multiple jobs or work all the time. And they don't really even get to have a life just to pay their bills. But it's a huge cost of living issue and the housing market is just as at fault. Um, and I, I agree. How on earth you can get any kind of control over that. I don't know the answers to that because I, I just got my real estate license as well. And just learning about how the housing works was shocking. You know, the fact that people can, they get emotionally invested in the house and they want to overbid, overbid, overbid. Well, that overbidding, pushes the cost of homes up exponentially. And then those same homes at resale are used as comparables. And then it just drives up the prices just, and then people are keep overbidding and outbidding each other. You're correct. You're correct. And I'm going to, because I am a real estate broker and I've been a broker since God, I'm going to age myself. (laughs) (laughs) I was rookie of the year for the board of realtors in 2007. And then I became a, a real estate broker here in Albuquerque. And um, it's a different life. I sell some land now. I don't do a ton, but I sell some land because I have to, to support myself. But I will tell you this, and I'll try to make it brief as far as uh, what I've realized come full circle here now. I've been in the business for so many years and kind of out of it and in it, but always licensed. Now I'm in a position where I'm going to get ready to sell my house. And the thing is, you can get a lot of money for your house, but in order to buy, you're going to have to pay the same amount of money. So if you want to downsize, it's okay. But then even the small houses have been jacked up. And I feel like, this is just my opinion, and then we got to go to commercial break, and I want to know what you think real quick. I think a lot of foreigners have come into the United States, and they've bought property. And I think uh, the housing market has just gone up and up and up and up. And remember when it fell in 2007? I think that will happen again. I really do. That's my feel. What's your feeling on it? And then we'll go to break. I mean, that's that's just kind of how it se- life seems to be. It's, it's always kind of a roller coaster. You yeah. When it's going to happen yeah. because things change. Yeah. But people can't afford to buy houses. Right. And that's, that was kind of how we got off on the tangent is, you know, uh, when I was pitching uh, to the police chief in particular, I, I got invited to this uh, small panel uh, with the police chief and different members that they've nominated to be advisors uh, on the and these are about were about community endeavors, and so I prepared a packet for all of them about my advice and tips on how to address the homeless situation and reasons why it was there and that you know these people need counseling and job help and assistance. But the things they could do just for basic, like a trade, they get housing as long as you're being some kind of productive member of society, like right. Things that the society society needs: paint over graffiti. There's graffiti everywhere. It looks terrible. Pick up the trash on the streets and the beaches. Plant trees. There's there's not enough trees. Like I mean, I had this whole list of things that I gave to city. All right. When we come back from break, I want you to tell us the outcome. All right, you guys. This is Nancy Earl. I'm here today with the Street Angel, and we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. 
And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with a lovely lady. You know, the street angel's here, mandolin's here, and I'm just so happy you came to visit. I just think the work you're doing is fantastic. Um, what did the city council in LA say about your proposal? Well, to be honest with you, they didn't, It when I finished, it was like you could hear a pin drop. I mean, the room was full, and it was almost like whatever I had said just hit everyone so profoundly. It was like no one had a thing to say. Like there was no, uh, it was just silent. And in the way that, that that particular thing is structured is, you know, they, you pretty much just have to, they call the next person, but you know, they're sitting there taking notes and stuff on what you say. And, and there's a court recorder, um, so I don't know the direct impact of the things that I said or the things that I pitched or giving the packets to the police chief. All I know is I can try, right? Right. It was the butterfly effect, just planting seeds. That's all I could do is just like, y'all are the people in charge here. You're, you've got way more uh. action changing laws and structure of society. And I'm just throwing seeds at you. Like, here's some ideas, like fix it. You know, it's such a huge undertaking though, but you just got to start somewhere. So what I've heard is LA has started to build tiny homes all over Yay. the world. Yay. And they're starting to house people. Um, and this is what I've been told. And so, but on the flip side, during COVID, I heard that a giant homeless encampment formed on Venice Beach and it has been causing a lot of issues and problems and uh, attention, there's a lot of very rich people that have million, million, million dollar homes on Venice Beach. And they're clashing with the poorest of the poor that are trashing out their yards. Wow, look at the separation gap. How it, Look how wide it is. Isn't it's it crazy? It's very wide right now. It's either you have it or you don't. Either you're struggling, either you have a lot of money. Look at Elon Musk. He just bought Twitter and spent 48 billion, was it billion? I, you know, just a huge number. And you're just like, wow, that's it. Oh, and they're like, oh, he put up half his own money and then he financed the other half. I'm like, seriously. <laughs> but I mean, the, the, the gap is so wide between it's becoming a socialist environment here in our country, I feel like. Not to get into a whole political thing, but. Right. It, I don't it, know. It, now, challenging to know what to do. And uh, I just try to be respectful and kind and compassionate. I make little um, care packages on my own with my own time, my own money. And, and I make them with little like miniature shampoos, conditioner, body wash, soap, and whatever extras I can get a hold of. Sometimes that's I what they need, isn't it? Yeah. Basics. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'll throw in some like the, the kind brand granola bar. I like to buy those and give them, uh, I'll make sure I ask them first. Cause some, sometimes they don't like granola and they'll throw it on the ground. I'm like, Hey, I bought that, you know, but, um, so I make care packages for the homeless and I keep them in my car. So whenever I see a panhandler, I, I don't like to just ignore people. Like, I don't like to just look the other way. Like I actually like to have a little, like, God bless you here. And I hand them, and even if I run out of my care packages, because believe it or not, I go through those a lot. There's a lot of people that, you know, panhandle. No, you're right. Because um, when I gave to the Salvation Army and I asked them what they needed, that's what they told me to bring. Exactly what you just said. 
toothbrush, deodorant, shampoo, soap, the toiletries yeah. is what they need. And I want, and I'm, I'm saying this because I want the audience to know if you want to give and give to the Salvation Army in your area or whatever charity it is in your area, Mandolin's correct. These Mandolin is correct. These are the items that you bring. And socks and, and underwear are some mm-hmm. of the, the basic things that people really need. Right. And, I like to collect my clothes and collect clothes from neighbors and I will do donation drops. Right. And I'm constantly doing this several times a year. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll give it to different charities. I usually don't stick to just one. Uh, so I like to divide it up and spread the blessings around basically. But, you know, when you think of, I also like to slip in like a $5 bill into each care package. So at least they get a little something, something. buy something. Um Cause you know, they, they usually need money because money buys resources and things, but uh, I'm always you're making a difference. Do you think you're making a difference? Do you feel like you're making a difference? All I can do is hope that I made a difference. If I made somebody smile or I gave them a little bit of hope, um, you know, Amen. that's what God wants us to do. And I like to, if I am able to, sometimes I put little cards or uplifting messages in the bag just a message of hope or God loves you, or I'll, I'll put um, my be kind bracelet, which I should have showed one in here, but uh, be kind rainbow bracelet I'll throw in the bag. And so it's really just caring about other people, you know, it, like they're your brethren, not to say they are your brethren. Yeah. So how has this changed you? How has this changed you? Well, especially when you see something as profound as Skid Row in person and you see, you, you wonder, how could this be America? How is this here? You know, and then there's a part of me that gets mad that America goes and tramples other areas of the world when we've got all these problems that need addressing in the here in our own people. There are people starving and you can just look out and see you know, people smoking crack and prostituting and the cops walk around like they don't care. It, it's just like another world. And you're just like, how is this here? It's almost like hell in the present, uh, in, in that area. Right. So it, it just, it makes me, I, I mean, I want to help, but I'm like, I'm one person. How much can I possibly do? I'm not. You're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. Mandy, I just want to say you're doing a lot. Just you being out there and just, you know, you making these packages and being out there with your wings and blessing people. You know, you're out on the street. I give you so much credit for getting out, walking out the front door. I mean, it's got to take a lot to do this every day. Especially the older I get, you know, I've been doing this 10 years now and sometimes I feel old or sometimes I like look old and I'm just like, damn, I'm still wearing wings. Am I weird? <laughs> like, but, you know, to be honest with you, since I've been doing this mission, being the street angel has become like an integrated integral part of who I am. And it's like, I can't turn it off anymore. Right. It's like, I, this is something I've got to do. It's just part of my purpose and my mission you know, a lot of people, they go around searching for their purpose in life. Well, mine blasted me like a sledgehammer. Like, I can't just undo it. I can't just flip the switch off. I've tried. You know, I've actually tried to take breaks from it. There were times where I didn't want to wear the feathers, but I would wear maybe just the poster on my back. Um, because there's different, I go through different waves of energy. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have my ups and my downs. And I have times where I'm like, high, really high on like being a light worker. And then there's times where I hit rock bottom and, you know, and I feel like I need to go to therapy because I can't handle this world and everything happening to me. And right. you know, it, it, I have my, I'm human just like anyone else. Right. Now, because you're a shaman, you do meditate and you are spiritual. So I know you bring in the light and you balance yourself in that way. Does that keep you balanced through all this? Cause that's what I do. And I'm sure that's what you do. I do a variety of things. Uh, my, my very favorite thing is naps. That's how I like to recharge because for me, crawling in bed, a dark room, getting in the covers, that's my happy place where I can just turn off all the stimulation, put in my earplugs and eye mask, and I'm just zoned out in like a different peaceful realm. Right. Right. But I, yes, I do meditate. I seek out meditation classes. Sometimes I teach them myself. I'll do healing workshops 
and guided meditations, uh, which I have a CD and everything. Yeah, let's talk about some of your products. Get your CD and do you have your cards? Yep. Let's do some cards. What do you think? Uh, I'd have to go find the open one. It's down, uh, or I guess I could just open one. Oh, well, these well. are angel guidance relationship cards. They're I know. I saw them in your, I read your, I read your stuff. And I, she has angel relationship cards and um, you also have, um, what else do you, you have a meditation CD. And, okay. And I, I want to bring book, these things up. Okay. I have a book coming out. It was supposed to be out in February, but it's, the designer's having a lot of issues on the internet. Paper shortage. It's a paper shortage. <laughs> oh, no, not even there yet. She's oh, seriously? Having, having designer issues with the, oh. back of the, 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 the production of it. Um, okay. Well, show your angel was, cards. Show your, show your angel cards in your CD. Yeah. So I, here's my deck. It's so check it's it out. They're pretty. Because um, it's a small batch. There's not many made right now. Um, so there's a... <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute um 59 cards it's kind of a mixture between oracle and just straight up guidance questions so it asks you the hard questions about your relationship have you seen your person's shadow side can you handle it have you seen the red flags can you handle all of them does this person make you feel good about yourself can you be yourself or do you have to change for them or hide parts of yourself what does your friends and family think of this person? You need to listen to those closest to you and value their opinion. You know, it, it asks the hard questions. It, it's, so it's just, it's a relationship navigation tool. Wonderful. I, I, it's not like Tarot at all. It's not, it doesn't have all sorts of, you know, weird pictures or anything like that. It's, it's really simple, uh, like just guiding you with relationships. Because some people who get, but let's be honest, relationships are one of the most confusing things we can partake in. That's trying true. to trying to co you know connect your life and align with another magical being that God has created a complete unique person. You know, under a microscope, every bit of sand is a unique bit. Every right. human being is a unique bit in this universe right. they're going to have all their own facets and flaws and quirks and issues and traumas and problems and family and it's always changing and evolving so when when you're also a unique being that's always changing and evolving with your own set of family and friends and career and so you're trying to like align in a relationship and make it work and you know it's challenging it's not as easy as we'd like hey maybe you guys we're going to go to commercial break and we come back maybe i can get her to pull a couple cards <laughs> This is Nancy Earl. I'm here today with the Street Angel. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. 
This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with the Street Angel. We're having a great conversation, her and I. So she's got these cards, and they're relationship cards, and I love cards. I pull angel cards all the time. I pull them on TikTok, I was telling you, and um, of course, some of you guys probably follow me, but these are cool. These are very unique. So like, what should we do? Should we pull one for the audience? How do we do this? Do you have a relationship that you'd want guidance on? I mean, uh, no, I'm looking. <gasps> You're looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm not really looking. I'm kind of thinking about it, actually. I haven't met anybody that I really, yeah. So let's see if I'm going to meet somebody. Ooh. I don't know if, if this is the kind of deck for that, because this deck is really for when you're in a relationship. Well, I'm not in, in a relationship. Yeah. So it, it helps you navigate the one you're in or dating. Like if you're dating. Somebody. I'm not dating. No, nothing. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. But I'll just pull a card so you can see examples. Okay. So, we'll pull one for the audience. Or is that? For, okay. Does this person show respect for your space, your privacy, your feelings, your style, and your work? If not, you may have to verbally ask them to respect these things. So basically, your person needs to respect who you are, what you do. I like these. I like these. They need to respect who you are. And if if they don't, then why you shouldn't be with them? Because you need to be free to be yourself. You need to be free to do the things you enjoy doing, do your, whatever your career is. If they don't support that, I can't be with a guy who doesn't support my angel project. It sounds like my (laughs) ex-husband when you pulled the card. I mean, I have to be honest with you. When you pulled that card, those are the things that that's exactly why I'm not married to that person anymore. Yeah. I mean, because it's going to cause so many problems and conflict and you need Mm -hmm. peace in your life, your relationship could be your support system and you know not somebody who's criticizing you and putting you down about everything about who you are well yeah because a lot of people and, and I'll just say this and you had this happen to you and I had it happen to me the more psychic I became the more intuitive I've become you know when I was married my husband didn't like that he said oh that's against the bible there's that's evil that's the devil and it's not i'm connected to god and so you know when you're connected to god just like when you got the message you knew that with god coming through and then when you said that to your boyfriend and he didn't respect what you had i mean that's a message from god you know and he didn't respect that and i just want to make this last point i work for god and so he comes first me too that's it yeah that's it. I, I, I get immediately suspicious of guys who are like, oh, leave your wings behind and let's go out. And I'm like, I need to support my wings. Because I actually had a guy who made it sound like it was a business meeting around my angel thing, but he didn't want me to wear my wings. And I'm like, isn't that contradictory? Like, you don't want me to wear them, but you're like, you want to talk about it. Just, I just basically turned him down. I was like, this is sketch. <laughs> like, I need a guy who's going to support my mission. And if he's not going to support my mission, you can't be around me. I'm sorry. It's like- All right. Now, I'm hearing you. Mandolin, pull a card for the audience. Okay. One of your relationship cards. It says, listen carefully to this person with an open mind and heart and respond with compassion, gentleness, and more love. Uh-huh. So it's all about listening to your partner. You know, so many people don't listen good enough about what a person is saying and they'll interrupt and it's easy to do. It's easy to do. But if, if you just really try to be in your heart space and listen with an open mind, hear what they say, and then take some time if you need to, to respond appropriately, you know, don't rush into really extreme, you know, reaction, but it's challenging when when you're dealing with a person who's already enraged or something, they're triggered or they're coming at you with a harsh energy. It takes a lot of higher consciousness composure to not respond in the like energy to actually respond with gentleness and calmness. 
it, it's a higher, it's like a warrior move to try to not respond with like. Mm. Now there's an exception. And, and this is where the bullying stuff comes about. Okay. So if you're dealing with someone who is just constantly badgering you and like incident that I had to deal with was like, I was trying so hard to fix it, trying so hard to fix it. And every time that door opened to try to fix it, I was just being attacked more, more criticisms, more. And then finally there was a moment in my brain it shifted from, okay, I really don't want to fix it anymore. I really just want this person cut off out of my life. And it was in the, that I needed to shift from trying to fix it to defending myself. And that is an interesting thing that life will do to you. You know, sometimes you shouldn't just lay down and take it anymore. Sometimes life or people, even people you love will push you to the point where you have to have some self-love, self-respect self-worth and you have to stand up for yourself right that's cutting that person out for good and protecting yourself from that kind of attack energy or bullying or backstabbing or whatever it is you know that's what you have to do so i made a whole show about there's times when not to be kind sometimes you have to stand up to bullies sometimes you have to fight back in life I think God wants us to, yes, and stand up for ourselves. And, you know, that's interesting you would bring this up. I just had a, a, something happened to me recently where I had an epiphany and it was like, sometimes, and and I don't, I don't have any judgment and I don't think I'm better than anybody else, but I got to a point where I realized this person didn't have the capacity to be in a relationship or to love You know, sometimes people go through things and they don't have it in them. And instead of being angry about it, you have to have compassion and feel sorry for that person because they just, they don't, they haven't gotten to that point yet. Because we're all in different, you know, we're all in different places right now. And I I hear, right. And I have a lot of, when I do readings, I have a lot of people who say they've grown and the other person hasn't. And that happened in my relationship too. And so I see a lot of that where the one person grows and, but the other person doesn't, but if they don't leave, just like you were talking about, then you're back down to 3d and you're not in 5d. You're not in your vibration because you've lowered yourself in order to combat that. And you have to walk away so you can stay up. Yeah. Sometimes it's very disheartening when things like that happen and where you have to be strong enough to walk away if you're just not in the right alignment with each other, or, you know, you can't force somebody to grow or change Correct. Their, own, their own trajectory. Like you were saying their own evolutionary process, you know, and people have to choose to change. They have to choose to get therapy. You can't force them to go to appointments unless maybe you're a kid's mother and you can force them to go. But when right. we're talking adults, people have their free will choice and you can't force them to do stuff. Right. And, uh, Family too. <laughs> yeah. And the, the last card I wanted to share from the deck says, does your person make you feel comfortable and safe? Or do you feel cautious or nervous around them? If you feel uncomfortable, why do you feel this happens? So this comes down to, you know, can you be yourself? Can you feel like you have safe safety and trust with your partner? Can you tell them things without them exploding at you? And, you know, if if you don't feel safe and you can't, you don't have trust or you can't be yourself, then it's a partnership you should probably step out of or get away from or. Right. Absolutely. Listen, I want to switch um, gears here a little bit. You had a a TV show for a while. Talk about it. All these, you met Cameron. I I wrote down all these different cool people she met. She met uh, Keanu Reeves. Russell Brand, Amy Smart, Lance Bass, Marion Williamson, Jessica Alba, uh, Dr. John Gray, Jack Canfield, I mean, Katie Couric, uh, Cameron Diaz. Talk about some of this that happened to you. When did all this happen and how did it all occur? All in Hollywood, you know, I mean, just following the God's magic carpet ride through Hollywood and the different opportunities and events and things I'd get invited to. And you know, a lot of it's just showing up and then some of it is just uh synchronicity like especially the keanu reeves one i mean i was having a business meeting in a hotel lobby with a about my angel mission and my my business partner's like oh my god keanu reeves is sitting right there 
I look over, he's 10 feet away by himself and there was no one else around. And I was like, I have, I can't miss this moment. I can't, like, I would be stupid if, and I had just posted two days prior on my Facebook page about Keanu Reeves blocking bullets. And I was like, blocking bullies and bad vibes, like Keanu Reeves in the matrix. And then I just thought he'd be cool and funny and throw Keanu Reeves right in my aura, you know? And so I got to meet him and, you know, I tell him about my mission and he said, that's cool. And he shook my hand. I love it. I love it. That was the coolest synchronicity I've ever been gifted. I was just like, I was shaking like a leaf because I was terrified (laughs) to go talk to this A-list celebrity. Oh my gosh. How am I supposed to have the courage without fainting right now? Now, a lot of my audience, you know, um, is not into the Hollywood thing. I'll just say this because of all the stuff that they know that a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And I don't mean to put a damper on what you're saying, but that is the realistic part. Did you see that part of it? Did you see the dark side of that too? I think I was largely shielded from a lot of it, but um, you know, the things that there are, there were some questionable events like models and millionaires and they're trying to get all these models drunk and all these old men are walking around and you know, it's about making connections or pretty sketchy, know, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, went to one. I, I know that it exists and you know um, so there's that, but there, there would be times where I would go to certain events and I could feel like the presence of evil. I, I didn't know where it would coming from, but it's almost like some people have such a powerful aura. I've been around some powerful healers and I can feel their beautiful, powerful aura. There's also evil where you can feel the permeation of their evil energy. And um, I feel like I was largely protected um, because I I wasn't sure where it was coming from or who, but I could sense it. You know how you feel like you're maybe in the woods and like there's a rustling mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm oh, scared, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like that where it's like, I feel scared. Like there's something wrong here. And there was one particular event and I don't want to say who it was, but the, the host of it was like a larger than life person, like just this epically creepy looking person, similar to like Marilyn Manson. Right. Um, but like, that person would look at me like I was something to eat. And uh, it's kind of a weird thing to experience when some, it's like a predatory look. And uh, so, I mean, I've had some weird moments mm-hmm. and I, whenever I would sense that kind of stuff, I would just stay away. Right. My MO mode of operation in Hollywood was I would tend to duck out of events around midnight what, or once I started feeling like people were getting pretty drunk or whatever, and you can feel the shift, you know, people start going into their shadow side. And, That's why they you know, call it spirits, right? Exactly. So once I would feel that shift happening or too drunk or too late, I would just bow out, sneak out, leave. Like a lot of times I wouldn't even say bye to people. It just depended on how big the event was. But, you know, that's how I, I kept myself safe was I would just sneak out and peace out, you know? Peace out. There you go. <laughs> hey, listen, we, we got to get out of here. But before we go, I want to know what do you guys, what do you have? Tell the audience, what do you have coming up? Any events? I mean, sell yourself here real quick before we got to get out of here for today. I do have my Epic Healing Meditation. It's $25 on my website cool. and I mail it to you. Um, if you would prefer it um, with the MP3, I could send the, the audio just link to um, okay. So that's on my website, my products, my book should be out hopefully this year. Like I said, it was supposed to be February, but here it we'll is. We'll have you back. We'll have you back, Mandolin. Yeah. So my book's called uh, Manifesting Your Dreams, uh, a guidance, an angel's guidance to manifesting your dreams. So it's kind of like a book. It's an adult playbook for people to plot their life and have their bucket list and have things that they want to, like you talk about energy, you know using your energy and your what you desire and want and you have to use it in this playbook and write it down and draw it and you know that way you can call it into your life attract manifest you can manifest it manifest it yeah so that's the book i'm really excited i hope it can be hurried up and done so i can start selling those not just really it's not even really about money for me it's like just helping other people Mm -hmm. give them kind of a map you know 
And then right. how they actually run around the map is up to them, you right. know? But it's like, here's a guide <laughs> to play with. I think it's fantastic. I'm so happy you came on today. You guys, her website is thestreetangel.com. Mandy, you're just a joy. And thank you for all the work you're doing. You're such a blessing. And, you know, I just want you to know um, how much I think of you. And I'm so glad you came on the show today. Thank you, everybody. And thanks for having me, Nancy. And one last poster is spread. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, you guys, if you want an angel reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com. And I'm happy to get one from happy to book your date and time. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. We will see you next time. Everybody take care and God bless. Keep the motion. Can achieve your goal. Let's hit the high road. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal.